Hello and welcome back to Little MB. <coughs> this is Nick, aka Little MB. So, not sure how long this one will go today. Quite a bit to talk about. As much as I hate it, I think it is necessary to continue speaking about not COVID per se, but the government media and how they're treating it because it's ridiculous all right so i watched a white house briefing with biden talking about covid and the numbers and how in florida 90 percent of the people getting sick and dying now from covid are those who are not vaccinated and the amazing number out of Texas is 95%. So, sounds pretty bad, right? There's something you need to pay attention to, though. There's this saying. There are lies. There are damn lies. And there are statistics. I have talked about this before. How you can twist statistics. And sometimes you twist statistics by not mentioning other statistics. So for one, what is the state that has the smallest percentage? Because he mentions two out of 50 states. Now, I do not expect them to run down a list of every state and every percentage of this. But they name two states that are at the highest. And isn't it amazing that they target the two states that are red states, the two states that will not play the game according to the White House? Isn't that just a little coincidental that they mention them? Think about it. What? Tell me what the state is that has the lowest percentage when it comes to this. And I'll explain why it's complete bullshit here in a minute. But... Tell me, which state has the lowest percentage of those who are not vaccinated and getting sick and dying, as opposed to those who are vaccinated and are getting sick and dying? What state has the lowest percent of that? I don't know, because I didn't say. So, here's... Here's the deal. They don't even give the overall average. They don't even give the overall average, which would kind of lead you to believe that it's pretty low overall. Now, I'm going to explain why it's all bullshit to begin with. Why it's all bullshit. The reason this statistic is absolute bullshit, no matter how high the number is, even if they came out and said that throughout the entire nation, that 95% of the people who are getting sick and dying from COVID are those who are not vaccinated. The reason it is bullshit is because they are including everybody that got sick and died before the vaccine was even available. 
Think about that. All those months of people getting sick and dying are part of the statistic they are using now where they are saying 95% and 90% of the populations of Florida and Texas who are getting sick and dying are not vaccinated. It's because it includes everybody who got sick and died prior to the vaccination being available for people to take. This should tell you why it is all bullshit. Just in this alone, it should tell you why it is all bullshit. The danger of COVID to begin with, and I know that's going to be hard for a lot of people to swallow, due to they have family members who have died. I understand that. But your family member could have died just as easily from the flu. And nobody'd even fucking know. You wouldn't be out on Facebook screaming to get the flu vaccine because your poor elderly mother got sick and died from the flu. Would you? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be doing that at all. So I understand it could be hard for some people to listen to me sit and say this thing. And I still stand by, if you want the vaccine, go get it. Just leave me the fuck alone, because I'm not. But the fact that they are twisting it that much to try to force this vaccine. It is Just the fact that they're acknowledging that there is a percentage of people who are vaccinated and still getting sick and dying should tell you the vaccine is not what it's cracked up to be. That should tell you something. They are also not telling you that it is more likely for somebody who is vaccinated to cause a mutation of this virus than those who are not. Because if I'm not vaccinated and I get COVID, it's got no need to mutate because it can attack my system. It's people with antibodies who can cause this because they can still catch it. They can still pass it along. And so what kind of sense does that make? You're vaccinated, so you don't have to wear a mask. But you can still catch it and still pass it along. They don't talk about it, but they don't deny it either. Because they know it's pointless. There's too many people who have been vaccinated and who are getting sick. And even dying from COVID because, hey, what can you do? The vaccination isn't going to stop you from getting it and passing it on. And so these people who are vaccinated can still get it. Even if they don't get symptoms, they can pass it on. And since the virus is unable to attack their body the same as somebody who is unvaccinated, guess what? The virus is going to start to mutate. And this is what's ridiculous too. Even though even though they know 
that this vaccine does not protect against the Delta variant, much less the Lambda variant. Biden is standing there saying, with the Delta variant, you need to protect yourself and get vaccinated. The vaccination is not for the Delta variant. Tim Dillon, famous comedian, love the guy. Think he's awesome, think he's hilarious. The guy's a savage. Joe Rogan put it best, he's a savage. And he's one of the few people that Joe Rogan has said that about that I agree with. The guy's fucking awesome. Love him. Extremely sick. I believe it's with the Delta variant. I'll just go ahead and give him the benefit of the doubt and say it's the Delta variant and not regular COVID. He's been fully vaccinated. All the time has passed that they say needs to pass. Because obviously... This is common sense, people. If you go out and get the vaccination, you're not walking out of that pharmacy or doctor's office. You're not walking out of there protected. It takes a while for your body to build those immunities. He was fully vaccinated, way past the time, and the dude got extremely sick. Another fact that they are not, and they're trying, to, they're trying to change this up now because they don't want people like, I would say like me, but who the fuck am I? I don't have enough people listening to me, which reminds me, share this, please. <laughs> but they don't want people like Rogan and other fitness people. Rogan, the reason I mention him, he's got 13 million people listening to every fucking episode he puts out. He he far, far exceeds the audience that anybody could come close to having. I mean, more than CNN and Fox News combined. I mean, come on. So they don't like the fact that he talks about physical fitness being one of the best ways not to avoid getting sick, but giving your body the best chance of being able to fight such a thing off. And this is something that doctors have always agreed with prior to COVID. And I'm not saying they disagree with it now, but prior, they'd always say one of the best ways of keeping from getting extremely sick is by staying healthy eating right, physical fitness, because it builds your immune system. It makes it better. It makes it stronger. 78% of the people who have been admitted to the hospital because the COVID has been so bad, affected them so horribly, 78% are obese. They are overweight and or obese. They don't want, they're they're trying to twist these statistics now to say, oh, that maybe was the case in the beginning, but it's not now. There's some place that is giving free cheeseburgers to people who get vaccinated. Yes. 
get vaccinated and then eat something extremely unhealthy for you. You know, I mean, what the fuck? They are pushing and testing the waters to try to be able to get total control over our lives. That is exactly what they are fucking doing. It could not be more obvious. And if you do not agree with that, then fuck off. Because you are doing nothing but standing up for a political party when both parties are involved with this. Both parties are involved with this. It's not just one. But think of, and you want to know why I don't fucking want the vaccination. They've done nothing but lie. And then the stuff that people do scream about, then they fucking want to retract it and say, oh, no, we misspoke. Because originally, guess what? Originally, they said this vaccine vaccine interacts with our DNA and can change your DNA makeup to make it better to fight against viruses. People screamed about this. I don't want my fucking DNA changed. And so they retract it. It's like, oh, no, we misspoke. This messenger RNA does not do that. Well, it does something because there are massive side effects to the vaccine by itself. Other point was when it first was being made and coming out, they said that it even contained microchip technology. Obviously, everybody screamed and they quickly redacted that. And said, no, 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 no. That's ridiculous. Because when I... I heard it. I heard him say it on the fucking news. I don't watch the news, but occasionally I go in and sit with my dad. And he occasionally will turn the news on. So I heard them say that. I heard them say that it interacts with our DNA and can change our DNA makeup. I heard them say this shit. I'm not making this up. This ain't something I got off some conspiracy website, because guess what? I don't go to them either. Because my main thing, I, I, I told my dad when they said that, I was like, kiss my entire blind white ass Because until Bill Gates can put out a fucking Windows that doesn't need 432 updates, that asshole ain't putting any microchips in me. Now, whether it's Bill Gates that originally did the microchips, I heard it was later on, you know. But, you know, whether it was him or not, it doesn't matter. They're, you know, Apple would be the same way because... There's always updates coming out for the phones, for their Macs, for everything. It's what they do. They can't create something without bugs. Which, you know what? Who fucking cares to a certain extent? Other than after three decades of creating these technologies, you'd think they'd have it down a little better, for one. For two, other than your computer's a little bit different than your body. You know? And I don't give a fuck how smart Elon Musk is. 
I will not be getting that fucking, what's it called? Something like, I don't want to say nuts. Neuralink. Neuralink is what it's called. Some sort of microchip thing, like he described it as kind of a web that gets injected into your, essentially into your brain that would allow you to connect to the internet and any amount of information that's out there without logging onto your phone or computer. Fuck off. I don't care how smart that motherfucker is. He's not injecting me with shit. But I mean, think about this. They keep telling us this shit. And what is the point of this new type of vaccine anyway? They haven't had issues with other vaccines. And fuck off with the autistic argument. I'm not talking about all these, because that's a whole nother argument and a whole nother worry. I'm not talking about the shit that giving babies fucking vaccines and then it causing them to be autistic. I'm not arguing one way or another on that. Because I don't know. All I know is we haven't had an issue with regular vaccines until now. Now all of a sudden they come out with this new technology. What a quinky dink. There's so many coincidences. Almost too many for comfort. One, even though it was mentioned once or twice in the news, no politician was willing to discuss Corona until after their attempt at impeaching Trump failed. And then all of a sudden, It's a major fucking issue. We need to batten down the hatches, folks. It was released from a Chinese lab that was receiving American funding. And yes, accidents can fucking happen. I get that. I understand that. Considering my dad was an accident and I was an accident, I understand accidents happen. Get it? Got it? Good. But if you expect me to believe that all this shit ain't tied together, all these little coincidences fuck off. Because we're funding this lab. First, the fact that people were saying it came out of the lab got them kicked off of platforms like Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Then they got to a point where they had no choice but to admit It came from a lab. And the reason they didn't want us to know it came from a lab is because once we find that out, the doors and books are opened and we find out that they are being, that they're getting funding from us. So, this lab that gets funding from us creates this virus and it gets released And it's essentially what leads to Trump getting voted out of office. They couldn't use the economy because the economy was fucking great. The best it's been in history in regard to unemployment. I mean, it was under 4%. What was it? 3.5% for unemployment. And even though people didn't like Trump's mouth to begin with, this, this is what did him in. 
was all the shit he was saying about Corona and then calling other people stupid about Corona and all this other crap. Because in March of 2020, then again in May of 2020, Biden publicly stated that Corona is not a big deal. That Trump was overreacting. Then by the time campaigning's around for the elections, Trump ain't doing enough. Then Trump states he's got the vaccine on its way. And Biden says, I will not take the vaccine. Camilla Harris says the same thing. Trying to make Trump look even dumber, look wicked and all this other shit. And at the same time, the shit's coming out about the mRNA and fucking uh, microchips and shit like that. You know, all the all this crazy shit's coming out about it. You know, Trump gets voted out of office. Now, all of a sudden, Biden's trying to force people to take this new vaccine. Look at this stuff. Do you really think after what we do know that has been confirmed by our government, that our government has done to the people, MK Ultra, the mind control shit, the testing of LSD on unsuspecting people in public, Ted Kaczynski, Unabomber, was part of the LSD experiments when he was in Harvard where it is documented about the insane amounts, pardon the pun, but the insane amounts of LSD that they gave to him there. Same with Charles Manson. I haven't read the book yet, but apparently the book Chaos, it took the guy over 20 years to write, and it's because of how in-depth he went, making sure he had documentation, interviews with the right people. And guess what? Charles Manson, while he was in jail, was given an insane amount of LSD. He was taught by the CIA how to brainwash people, a.k.a. his little family. He walked out of jail a time or two for fucking killing people because he was protected by the government at this point in time. There was a health center, I don't remember the name of it, somewhere out in California, where he was getting his drugs from his CIA contacts within this health center. The health center was also one of those who was giving LSD to the unwitting people. And guess what? After this book is published and after decades of serving the public, this health center just disappeared, just shut down and went away. All this shit. You know, you got Pedophile Island, where Bill Clinton and apparently even Hillary went to indulge. All these famous people go in there. Biden supposedly owns an island right off of it. You know, All this shit that our leaders do, and you don't think that they're going to experiment on us. I mean, the fact that they're using it in, in, in a pandemic... We got a fucking epidemic going on here. And you think that's the time to test a new kind of vaccine? 
I'm going to find out hopefully today for sure. But I've been hearing from more and more people that they've been able to stick magnets to the injection sites of where they have received their vaccine. My aunt has been vaccinated fully, and she is coming over later today, and I am going to find out for sure whether that is true or not. Now, it's been quite some time since she's been vaccinated. Maybe it's a temporary thing. Maybe it's not. Who knows? I don't. But I'll, I'll find out for sure about the magnet on the injection site. I'm telling you, and I know this is dancing on the edge of talking about religion on here. But I, you know, if, if this ain't the mark of the beast, they're testing the waters for it. There is absolutely no fucking call for this kind of a vaccine. Absolutely none. It's going to be interesting. I got a doctor's appointment a week from today, and it's going to be really interesting, the conversation that goes on between me and my doctor, because he gets pissed at me every fucking year when I refuse to do the flu vaccine. I mean, it is statistically proven that your immune system is better by letting your body build immunities naturally as opposed to vaccines. That's statistical fact. So I've never gotten the flu vaccine. Plus, I've known too many people who have gotten sick as shit from the flu vaccine, which you're going to have that. I don't care if other people get it. I'm just saying for me, I mean, when I was living in Moline and working at the Rock Island Arsenal, I had a situation where early morning I had to go to the ER one day. And a nurse came in and said, sorry, we're taking so long. We are so short-staffed. She said, currently we have 12 nurses out with the flu because they got vaccinated. And it made them all sick as shit. You know, so if I'm if I got the chance of getting away without catching the flu, period, why am I going to risk giving myself the flu by getting a vaccine? Not to mention it's guesswork. Until people start getting sick, they have no idea what strain of flu is going to be out that season. They're taking a guess. They're using statistics, probabilities, and all this other kind of shit, creating the vaccines, and then hoping they're right. So wouldn't that be a kick to the balls? You get the vaccine on a guess, you get sick from the vaccine, and then after that, you end up getting sick from the real strain that's actually out that year. You know? But for myself, I'm not getting it. This is ridiculous. I, I understand the terror of it. I, I don't know, and I'll explain why, but I don't think there was anybody more terrified of this epidemic 
when it first came out than myself. And I'll explain why. It's not just because I'm living at home trying to take care of my elderly parents. It's because I was in the middle of reading The Stand by Stephen King when this came out. Which those who don't know, I, I would, even for those who have read it, I would suggest getting the audiobook. Grover Cleveland is the narrator for the book. He is phenomenal with all the different voices. I mean, he's great at reading this book. But for those who don't know, it is about a man-made virus accidentally getting released at a military base. Some guy freaks out and takes off thinking he's ahead of the wind currents or whatever. Turns out he has it, starts spread it. Now in that book, it's a lot more severe. I think it's got like a 99.6% kill rate on it. Like, you know, it, it's a phenomenal book even on its own. But I was in the middle of reading this book. And I had already read the book a couple times. I just wanted to read it again. It's long. That's another reason why I would suggest the audio version, because the audio version itself is something like 48 hours. It's long. But it's interesting. One of the main interesting things is the way that the government in the book, in the book, the way the government is lying to people, the way the government is trying to cover up the severity of it, and the way the government is using the military to try to quash anybody who comes out and talks about it, you know? Look at what is going on with our government and the way they have been lying from day one. From day one. It is to the point to where I wouldn't know whether to believe them or not when they do come out with the truth. Now I'm going to tell you something. You could say, well... They finally released the information about the LSD experiments, about MK Ultra, about this, about that. But provided we are still around 75 years from now, when the Freedom of Information Act, I believe it's 75 years that even classified information becomes available to the public, this will be one of those things that they do not release. It's no different than the 9-11 Commission. They're, all the pages concerning Saudi Arabia, and it was either a king, the king or a prince, or the, some major player in Saudi Arabia was on the balcony of the White House the day of, the day of, you know? And when they launched this investigation they released all the findings except the 20 some pages involving saudi arabia saudi arabia not saudi whatever 
this is going to be one of those things that they never release the truth. Mark my words, they will never release the truth. It is a damn terrifying time leaving God out of this, leaving what correlations can be made between the book of Revelation and now, leaving that stuff out of it. This is a terrifying time. The way they are trying to push for total government control. I mean, it is ridiculous. Just ridiculous. I, I don't know what else I can say about it. As much as I don't like talking about it, because as divided as people are, and I think it should be, if you want it, great. If you don't, great. People should still get along, because if you think the vaccination's so great, you shouldn't be worried about me, because you're protected. Right? So as much as I don't, I think it is necessary to talk about it and continue to talk about it, unfortunately. Now, I'm not going to want, not every episode I do is going to be about that. And moving on. What more, what more can I say? What more can I say? Oh, actually, there is one more about the statistics side. And then I'll move on. Average life expectancy in the United States is 78 years old. Now, what they are not telling everybody or anybody is that the overwhelming majority of people who have been either on death's door or who have died from corona is 80 years or older. Our life expectancy is 78. And the overwhelming majority of people who have died are 80 years old or older. Are there young people who die? Yes. There are statistical outliers. They made a big deal, and who knows how much truth's even in it, but some 30-year-old guy went to one of those COVID parties, one of those that are like, yeah, fuck off. He gets COVID and dies. Did he have any underlying health issues, perhaps? Because I had to have two heart procedures when I was, one of them I was 23, and then I, I don't know, what was I, 26 or something like that, 25 or 26 when I had the second one. Turns out they were worthless. That's another story. Malpractice, if any malpractice. But either way, I had to have kidney surgery when I was 17 and a half. That was not malpractice. That was, I had a urinary tube between the kidney and bladder that was kinked around a blood vessel, so my right kidney just was not working. You know, so I had that, you know. There's underlying health issues that a lot of people don't even fucking know about until they are older. So did this guy have any of those? Who knows? But 80 years old and older is where the majority, overwhelming, 
majority of people who have actually died. Eighty years old and older. They're the ones. And once again, 78 is the life expectancy in America. So think about that as well. They have blown this so far out of proportion, not to mention the 78% who are overweight and or obese. So, moving on. This shit in Afghanistan keeps getting better and better, don't it? I just listened to the National Security Advisor, a video that they had put out, talking about how Biden wanted to continue with the plans for withdrawal, but he wasn't sure this, that, and the other thing, but he decided because he did not want to leave this to the next administration. Now this in itself tells you multiple different things. Some of them speculative, probably most of them on my part. But he does not want to leave this to the next administration to do the right thing. So what does this tell you? He isn't even a year into his administration, and that's the same as him saying, I'm not going to be here for the second administration. Whether he dies or knows he's not going to be voted into office again, if he runs, if he lives and he runs, he is going to get smoked. I could probably run and beat him at this point just due to the fact that he has fucked so much shit up. He's pissed off so many people. Union workers don't even have a leg to stand on with the Democratic Party anymore, and they'll, they'll still try. They'll still try. But the first, first thing he does is eliminate 11,000 union jobs by shutting down the pipeline, you know. <laughs> but either way, he did not want to leave this to the next administration as far as leaving Afghanistan. And they are concerned about the women and girls. Not concerned about the boys. The women and the girls is what the National Security Advisor says. Why? Because they are getting raped. That's what's going on. And this was not some kind of controlled withdrawal. It's if we are running in fear is essentially what it looks like. That's how fast the withdrawal is. We are leaving vehicles. We are leaving our weapons. We are leaving ammunition for the Taliban. And this is somehow the right thing to do. It is absolutely preposterous. This man and everybody in his administration should be tried, convicted, and executed for fucking war crimes. To do this to those people 
is nothing short of atrocious. And it's nothing short of a war crime. They knew what these people were about when we first went in there. They knew. That was part of it. It's because of women's rights, the way women were being treated. You know, we had the terrorism thing, don't get me wrong. But the reason that it was so in-depth as far as us staying and trying to rebuild is to help the rights of women. And they specifically have said multiple times that they are concerned about the women and girls. And it is because they are being brutalized by the Taliban who is coming in and taking over. There is no justification for this action. Leaving aside, and I'm not doing that out of any kind of spite so any military people know that I love you. I wish I could have been one myself. Anybody who knows me knows that. Wanted to be a Marine since I was 10 years old. But leaving that aside, leaving the military folks aside, because I I can't imagine what they have to be feeling right now after being wounded, after seeing their brothers freaking getting gunned down, blown up by IEDs. You know, they have to be like, what the fuck do we do this for? Some people might not think that's a big idea. I said leaving it aside, well, I'm going to talk about it. Sorry. People may not think that's a big idea, but how's that going to influence recruitments in the future when they see this is what they are worth to our government? That they can go in and risk life and limb and the lives and limbs of their copaneros And this is what they're worth. They go and do this for 20 fucking years and we just pull out. And we don't just pull out, we fucking run. These guys are forced to fucking run. Because that's their orders. It's not because they want to, it's because they have to. I mean... Who the hell is going to want to sign up for our military after that? Because we we already did it once in Iraq. Obama's faggot ass ends up pulling us out of Iraq. Oh, and, and sorry for the faggot ass thing. I'm not saying he's homosexual. I'm just saying he's a punk. He's a fucking bitch. Pulls us out of Iraq. And ISIS immediately goes and takes over. So you got Iraqi vets who are thinking the exact same thing the Afghani vets are, th- are thinking now. Exact same thing. What the fuck for? And I'm not saying that nobody's ever going to sign up for the military. Obviously, and thankfully, we have some patriotic people still who are going to do it because they believe in fighting for freedom and trying to give it to other people. Unless Biden's administration knows something that we don't know as far as 
shit's getting ready to go down with China or Russia or North Korea. Unless they know something, they're like, hey, we need to get our men out of there, men and women, out of there. So we can be geared up and have them available for some other combat coming up. You know, maybe he's wanting to get them out of there so we can go into Cuba like we should have fucking decades ago and get rid of the Castro regime and free those folks who have been living a brutalized existence ever since Castro took over. Maybe he's deciding, maybe it's about time we do the right thing and go into North Korea. I understand why we haven't went into North Korea. They're propped up by China. And China loves North Korea because they're a fucking buffer zone between South Korea, which we control, and China. They're a buffer zone. China does not want North Korea to go away. That's that's another humorous thing. I talked about it in the last podcast, I believe it was, regarding uh, the UN and the people that were speaking about the violations of like people's social rights and humanitarian needs in Afghanistan. You know, China talking about that when they're propping up a country that's even worse than the fucking Taliban. You know, so maybe maybe he's just wanting to get all of our troops back home so we can be ready and get them in a position for North Korea. Maybe that's what it is. Do you think? Do you think? Because honestly, I don't. We have become such a fucking laughing stock. And it's one thing to be a laughing stock to other nations. But when we are a laughing stock to our own citizens, there's something definitely wrong. There is no way to justify any of the behaviors of our politicians at this point in time. Absolutely fucking none. And we need to go back to everyone that is still alive, that has served in our government in the in the administrations during Clinton, Bush, Obama, and even Trump, and look at them. And now our current administration. And start trying these motherfuckers as war criminals. You got Clinton, who decides to do something about the genocide in Bosnia after he gets caught getting his dick sucked by Monica Lewinsky. Once that comes out, well, maybe we should drop some bombs and get people's fucking eyes off me getting my dick sucked. 
you know there is overwhelming evidence that while why he while he was governor of Arkansas that he was the number one drug dealer in Arkansas you know I mean come on and then Bush enough said that man should be strung up Obama with the shit that he did with Libya that was another one of those things let's get rid of Gaddafi and then fucking just pull anchor sail away fucking slave auctions going on a year afterwards he wants to talk about the racial injustices going on in America. He stirs the fucking pot with Trayvon Martin. Stirs the fucking pot. Doesn't try to calm things down. Doesn't try to say, you know what? This is an isolated incident. This isn't even black or white, black and white. No, he stirs the fucking pot. Looks like he could have been my son. You know, stirs the racial pot, and once again, I don't know if I've talked about it, I'm sure I have, but, you know, they do nothing but mention the white name, George Zimmerman, for months, and then by the time they show a picture and people realize, wait a minute, this dude's actually Hispanic, the damage has been done. People aren't backing down. That, That caused so much white and black hate that it's fucking insane. It's just fucking stupid. I mean, that caused so much hate from the black community towards the white. And I can understand being pissed off. But to me, it shouldn't have caused race racial issues, even though it was clearly a racial issue for Zimmerman to do what he did. The man should have just been taken out and fucking hung. He was on the phone with the police. They told him to stay away, leave the kid alone. They'd handle it if anything needed to be handled. And he did. The kid tries to defend himself and gets fucking killed. Zimmerman should have been strung up. But my thing with this is if if there is a racial issue, say 10 Klansmen go out and frickin' go old school and lynch some black man, is that a cause for racial issues to increase in this country? And I say no. And let me explain that to anybody who happens to be black and listening to this. If a black man robs somebody who is white, is that any excuse for white people to go hating all black people? No. That's one fucking asshole that did it. You know? George Floyd, for example. I've said it before, I'll say it again. That cop should have been strung up in the tallest tree they could find. Flat out. But should white people hate him? or hate black people because George Floyd was an 
armed robber because he stuck his loaded weapon into the stomach of a pregnant woman during an armed robbery? Should we hate black people for that? No. So why hate white people because we got one asshole who wasn't even white killing Trayvon Martin? Do you see what I'm saying with that? But we got Obama stirring the racial pot during this situation and look at what they did to fucking Libya. Aside from us hiring fucking the same terrorist organizations we're fighting in other parts of the world, we send them in, they brutalize Gaddafi, and then within a year, year, between one and two years afterward, they're having slave auctions in fucking Libya. Now tell me again why Obama shouldn't be tried as a war criminal. They do not care about anybody but themselves. The politicians? I mean, come on. It couldn't be more fucking obvious. It couldn't be more obvious at all. And yet, for some reason, my blind ass is the only one who can apparently see this. Why is that? Why am I the only one who can see this shit? Not sure how well this is going to jive and mix in, but (laughs) this is basically a second part I ended up having to... Uh, stop recording the first part, which I recorded a few days ago, last Friday. It's early Tuesday morning now, but uh, I just something came up. Like I had said in that, my aunt was coming by. She came by, got to visiting and whatnot, and completely forgot that I had made this, and I had until the next day and so then I ended up recording something else to add to it and I decided not to put that on here because I went off the freaking rails like on other tangents and shit it's like this has no rhyme or reason for anything so I decided to just sit and wait and then today it's like you know I haven't you know put anything out for this podcast in a few days and first thing I want to say I re-listened to what I had already recorded, what you just got done listening to, and documentation is the word, not documentation. Not sure. I'm sure people picked up on that. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyways, one thing uh, that did occur while my aunt was here, we did the magnet test. It did not work on her. It did not stick to her injection site. Whether that's because it's been a few months since she got the vaccine, don't know. Don't much care. Everything I've said still stands. That The magnet thing to me is just a creepy additive. You know, kind of a creepy side note. And, you know, you still got the option that maybe it works if you do it right away. And not a few months later. Who knows? Don't I don't know. I just know after time, at least, at minimum... 
the magnet does not stick. But, you know, hopefully this is giving cause, you know, it, it it's kind of giving cause to think because it's kind of like one of the other episodes I did early on, part of the title of It's My Hat, you know. It's it's time for us to cowboy the fuck up and put our foot down with this shit with the government and remind them they work for us. They work for us. They're not our boss. They work for us. You know? We we can't continue doing the crap we've been doing. We just can't continue this way. We vote people in. And the same shit keeps going on. The same shit keeps going on. And by the time we're ready to do something, it it could already be too late. Most likely is. But, I, I mean, you think about the fact that our projected, projected national debt by 2031, 10 years from now, is something like 45.6 trillion. Some shit like that. It's over 45 trillion. I mean, it's insanity. There, there ain't no coming back from that. I mean, when Bush came into office, George W., and it was 4 trillion, we were like, how the hell can we pay that off? And now Trillion has become such, it's become not a big deal to us. How the hell, it used to be billions. I I can remember when Bill Gates first became a billionaire, billionaire, people were like, holy shit, can you imagine having that much money? And that means nothing now. The idea Trillions means nothing to people now. means nothing to anybody. And I I just I just don't understand. I don't understand how people it was always a saying in this country, I want to leave things better off for my kids and grandkids than what it was for me. That, that's the way I was even raised in the 80s and 90s. That's the way I was raised. That's what people said. I just want my kids to be better off. I want my grandkids to be better off. We can't keep, keep going down the path we're going. And we haven't been going down the same path. We have been sprinting down that fucking path. And it's because people no longer care about their kids or grandkids. They care about me. This is what I want. This is what needs to happen now. You know, and it's it's kind of a curse having a degree in economics and understanding what is required to get us back on track. What would be required to eliminate the debt that we have and get us back on track? Because it'll never happen. And it's kind of an economic paradox because 
when you raise taxes, I mean, to get rid of what we got, there's no simple answer. You can't just say, well, raise taxes. You can't just do that because it is statistically proven when you raise taxes, people save more money. They invest less because they have less money. So they invest less. They shove it in banks. They sit on it. They save it. They draw what little interest they can get on it. So obviously you got to fix what's going on in our federal and state governments as well. You know, it, it's there's no simple answer right now, but except except for one thing that is obvious and nobody wants to acknowledge is if we don't all come together and if we aren't willing to sacrifice the things that we personally want for ourselves in this life we're done we are done You know, people want to talk about the billions that Jeff Bezos is worth and, you know, and I hate to keep bringing him up, but Joe Rogan with his hundred million dollars from Spotify and shit like, you know, that hundred million used to mean something. And it's not that it isn't a significant amount of money. It is a shitload of money even still, but the hundred million that he got for his podcast from Spotify still isn't what it used to be. He can do far less with that money right now than if he would have gotten a, probably $50 million back in the 90s. You know, we got to come together. We got to sacrifice ourselves. And that's why I don't continue to fight for everything I technically could get from the government. For being blind. I mean, I get, there. there's no way I could live on my own with what I get, not even in Section 8 housing. No way. 400 a month is what I'm getting. Maybe $407, something like that. So, you know, there, but it's one of those things that I understand that this shit's out there. And I can go get this money, but the more people like me that continue to do that, the faster and faster it's going to drain shit. You know, and I don't expect this podcast to go fucking anywhere. I truly don't. It'd be cool if it did to where I could actually get off disability. And I'm not talking making millions of dollars like Rogan has. There ain't, you know... I wouldn't know what to do with that kind of money. I'd be in prison within a fucking month, probably. <laughs> and with my luck, it'd probably be a Mexican prison. I'd probably be like, Tijuana, here I fucking come. <laughs> oh, man. Just kidding. I, I have no desire to go to Tijuana. <clears throat> Not from the shit I've heard. But either way, we got to come together. We got to quit... Worrying about ourselves, you know, and you say what say what you want. Oh, it's easy for you to say that since you make so little. Well, guess what? I quit worrying about myself, and that's why I came home to help take care of my folks. 
was making a shitload of money up in Milwaukee. And I walked out on that to try to do what was right. Try to do what was right for my mom and dad, for the family. You know, and I'm not trying to suck myself off here. It's just what I was raised to think as far as being right. I grew up watching my dad and his brothers take care of his parents. When his parents, when my grandma and grandpa got to that age. And then I watched my mom and aunt do the same thing with their parents. That to me, So uh, that's what I was raised for. That's what I was raised to believe in. You know? That would have been pretty selfish on my end. But we got to come together. We, at some point, we got to suck it up. We're, we're going to have to suck it up one way or the other. So the question is, do we want to suck it up now and keep what we have? Or do we want to suck it up later when it's all gone? And hopefully, hopefully, if if we have to just enjoy the right now and suck it up later after it's gone, hopefully that isn't going to involve either learning Mandarin or Russian. Hopefully. But either way, this episode, it, it's gone long enough. And like I said, hopefully it meshes. I know that it's going to be a little choppy considering there's a few days in between starting the recording and then finishing it. But either way, any questions, comments, concerns, whatever, don't hesitate to email me. It's littlemb6580 at gmail.com. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-M as in Mike, B as in Bravo, 6580 at gmail.com. Till next time, y'all take care.